Oncology Data Advisor. Today, I'm here with Dr. Richard Carvajal to discuss the recent approval of Tibentafust for uveal melanoma. So my name is Rich Carvajal. I'm a medical oncologist here at Columbia University. I oversee the cutaneous oncology and melanoma program, as well as the phase one uh, clinical research program. So what is the significance of the recent approval of Tibentafust for uveal melanoma? Well, I think the significance is it's, it's really enormous. Um, you know, it's remarkable to me that, um, you know, up until January of this year, uh, we, we have a disease, uveal melanoma, for which there was no therapy with proven efficacy with regulatory approval, right? It's, it's, it's pretty remarkable this day and age that, that there are diseases for which really had no effective therapy. Um, so Tibentafust, um, as, as um, you, your audience may know, it's, it's a, a bispecific therapy. Uh, it's a form of immunotherapy that, that binds very tightly to um, GP100, a melanoma-associated antigen. And then it basically functions as a magnet. It just kind of sucks in um, resident polyclonal uh, immune cells just and brings into proximity with the, with the cancer cell. Um, and just by doing that, you get tumor cell death. Um, and so the, the recent um, phase three trial that was published in the New England Journal of Medicine demonstrated that treatment with Tibentafus versus investigator choice, which for the most part was anti-PD-1 based therapy, led to a significant improvement in terms, in terms of overall su survival with a hazard ratio of 0.1. So we had a reduction in the risk of death of 49% for the patients who received Tibentafus versus those who had investigator choice. Um, and we've never shown that in a randomized fashion, despite um, you know a number of single arm and a few randomized trials in this disease. So it's 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 really a practice changing. I think you know it is really important to note that this therapy is HLA restricted. Um, so so the drug only recognizes the fragment GP100 in the context of HLA AO201. Uh, for our patient population, for the patients with ocular melanoma, that means that. Um, this therapy is one that might be available in about 40 to 50% of cases. And so, you know, although we have this, this agent um, that meaningfully improves survival, um, approvals for um, any patient with advanced disease, uh, either in the frontline setting or in the treatment refractory setting, um, you know, there's still a major unmet need uh, for the patients who are not HLA-0. 201 positive, right? So that's about 50 to 60% of patients. This therapy is not going to be an option. Um, and despite the improvement in overall survival, um, and it, it is significant, it's moving the median from about 16 months to 22 months, um, um, the efficacy of the drug is, is not infinite. And so, um, so patients will become refractory to this therapy will, and they will need a next line therapy. Um, so although we've got um, you know, an approved effective therapy, there's still a major need for, for continued drug development. You know, I, I would also note that this therapy, it's, it's um, a little, little bit logistically challenging and that is it's an IV therapy, it's administered weekly, right? And so, um, you know, again, I think patients will, will come for weekly treatments to get that survival advantage, no questions about it. Um, but there is still, um, you know, the, the cost of financial toxicity with, you know, this sort of therapy is significant. You know, I think it's also important to note that because of the recurrent toxicities, uh, which are for the most part cytokine mediated or dermatologic, 
um, the uh, the first three doses uh, require prolonged um, observation of 16 hours or more. So functionally, it's almost no, it's an overnight stay for the first three doses in some sort of monitored setting. So um, you know there there are needs for patients who are either tibentafus um, ineligible or tibentafus refractory. Um, there's need for patients who right now are not able to get that IV weekly treatment, okay? Um, and so I think moving forward, we'll need strategies um, to either make Tibentafus better, so potentially com- accommodatorial strategies, um, or, you know, just, just other novel treatment modalities. Thank you for listening to Oncology Data Advisor. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you'll never miss an episode. In addition to our podcast, the Oncology Data Advisor site features expert perspectives and news stories on the latest in cancer research and treatments, all found at oncdata.com.